DCM works. Whatever happened to the pumpkin patch parents? Uh, so this week uh, I want to thank the patrons. Shit, I didn't have my document up. Good start. Uh, I want to thank the patrons Carla, Mac, and uh, Gemma Scott. So thanks for supporting us, guys. And you look great today. This is Christopher Walken here to warn you that this contains some explicitly foul language. And if you don't like that, then I'll put my foot in your throat. The soundtrack's amazing. Yeah. The visuals are very, like, well done. And, like, the gameplay is <laughs> super fun. And, like, because those three things are there, it's, like, it's exceptionally good. I could do it in a heartbeat and make millions, but it would feel like gouging my soul out. Yeah. Jurassic Park's a little more like DDR. If Shrek is a very tough creature, can he actually own land and want to kick them off? Where did that come from? You have to make a lot of shit up to make good art. Yeah. That's like that's just the truth, buddy. So welcome back to the latest episode of the Art for Artists Podcast AFA. I'm David, lead writer, creative director of DCM Works. I'm Ben, friend. Friend of the show, co-host. Yeah. Uh, you're my partner in crime. You're my partner in crime. Uh, so we have no guests again this week. I have a guest lined up for in a few weeks' time. Got a few guests actually. Oh really? Um, yeah, some like real artist people. Oh wow, real, real artists. I know. Holy shit! I right. I got a poet that does it professionally. Holy crap! He's a real poet. Yeah, it's crazy. Some crazy business. A real poet. Instead of just like another like, fake, fake one. poet yeah. bullshit. This fake poet. So this episode um, is going to be question and answer. Mo- Ooh, mostly answers, I guess, is what it's going to be. Yeah, more Because we're answering, you guys. Yeah. We're not going to ask you... Qu- we should ask you questions, but we won't. How's your day going? How's is you that good? good? You good? Good. See, that's, I like that color on you. <laughs> um, okay, so um, I was saying before that we've had a really long week, both of us. Yeah. And we look strong out of shit. Yeah. So this is going to be a real low energy one. I literally just had a Joe interview. It yeah. went great. Thanks for asking. Yeah, you seem like you were pretty happy about it. Mm. I'm tired. I've been doing nothing but editing and writing all week. I'm just fucking ready to drop yeah. dead. So, um, I want to start with I start at the bottom of my list actually, because this one's kind of interesting, and I think it's a good place to to jump off from. Um, so this comes from Snell uh, via the Patreon. Snell. Snell. S N E L L. It's a cool name. I, yeah, I don't. It's just a name. So this is from Snell. It's the Patreon, and he says, "Love the pod." He says, "Love the podcasts." I assume he's <laughs> podcast. Thanks. Thanks for being interesting, Aussies thumbs up hooray yep he didn't say thumbs up i did uh not to criticize anyone but i've noticed that david has a different way of talking than ben and liam and oscar those were all ampersands by the way <laughs> a different way of talking hey, he, he can't on, just he ask on, that he goes on to explain <laughs> <laughs> can't ask what they talk he goes on to explain um when he disagrees with an idea he's really good at criticizing constructively not just shutting it down i think that's like a slight backhanded compliment to you guys where it's like oh yeah all i do is yeah you cunts, yeah um, do you, in brackets, David, with my name spelled wrong, uh, have any formal improv? I assume he means improv. He's got an N there. Uh, this is a very hastily written email. Yeah. Do you have any improv training? How do you do that? And does it translate to the rest of your life? So I assume this is for both of us, because he's got, he's got in brackets, do you, David, and then, and Ben, but he's spelled both of our names. He's got, I'm D-A-I-V-D in that one, so. David. David. So nearly, you nearly got it, yeah. buddy. Um, so do you have any formal improv training? How do you do that? I assume he means how do you do that constructive criticism thing that is like you add to the conversation rather than detract and does it translate to the rest of your life? So have you had any improv training? Me? Yeah. Like any drama classes? I mean, apart from like improv jazz that I used to play, like on the sax. Like jazz music. Yeah. You played the saxophone? We've talked about this before. Yeah. And guitar actually. Lots of improv and guitar. It's a it's a wonder you didn't become like Musical an attractive improv. muscular twenty year old. I know. Instead, I just became just a, a sloppy mess. Yeah. <laughs> just a piping. Still hot, a twenty year old, but just you know. a piping hot sack of shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so you played. So you did some improv jazz music and stuff. Which is com- not not related to speaking at all. No. So. So no. So no. Um, <laughs> Why good, did you? Good. Um, well, I've not had any. I've not done like any classes, but I've yeah. studied improv at length. Um, because from a writing perspective, it's a yeah. really useful tool to have. It's yeah. Um, and I've been writing doing... is sort of improvised. It's just from your head. It totally is. Um, and you just have a lot more time to do it. <laughs> yeah. So also, I've been doing the YouTube channel for about three and a half years now. So I basically yeah. been speaking to myself for the last three and a half. Years. Oh yeah. When you put it that way, I mean, I've been shoutcasting. Yeah. Forever. 
So like, <laughs> so, like, we've both been doing yeah. this for a long time that we know how our cadence and rhythm works. We know how... Yeah. So, like, when you say something and it's like, oh, that's a dumb idea. I'm not going to be like, Ben, that's stupid. I'm going to be like, Ben, that's stupid because of all of these reasons. Yeah, now I, guess, come at I guess the difference is that shoutcast and you sort of just react to things. Mm-hmm. You don't actually really add much to the conversation. Yeah. Unless you're doing analysis, which is just, you're just analyzing something. But I guess it's still in that vein of, like, you're, react- you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're reacting to what's happening and you're actually having to contribute actively. Yeah, even if it's just, like, really dumb. Yeah, like, shoutcasting's a lot of, like, like eye-mouth coordination. It's like identifying what's it. occurring. Yeah, like, being able to identify something and immediately respond to it. Mm. In a, and in a way that Which, someone else at home just can't be like, oh, well, that's yeah. X, what you're like, oh, the heat well, it's, this it's what everyone, this. You it's what everyone else is thinking. You're just putting it in words, but you have to put it in words in the same speed that people think of it. So that they don't have to think of it, so yeah. they can just focus on what's happening. Yeah. Great, yeah, and that's, so... That's kind of... It's not really improv. It's sort of like you learn... It's an element. You go like, yeah, you go like, what is possible? Yeah. And then you, you just, as soon as you see something, you pull it from your bank of words. Yeah, and you have that yeah. arsenal of things that you... You have that set... You have like a set of tools that you have in your utility belt. Yeah. And you go, in this situation, I can react in these eight ways. And you've got to pick one instantly. Yeah. So I think it's not improv, but it's a valuable skill to have as an improv skill. It's good for just, like, general public speaking and replying to people. It's very... I think there's... Um, Makes you really good at, like, figuring out puns. Yes. Because someone will say something and you'll immediately pull, oh, these words together, mean yeah. this. Yeah. And, you, yeah, like, that's my only skill that I've developed... So that's what, yeah, that's what shoutcasting makes you good at in real life. Makes you really quick. Really good at, yeah, really witty with annoying fucking lines. So I guess, like, part of, I guess part of that question is, um, not, he's, he's, so he's very clear that he's not trying to criticize, he's just curious as to, like, why it's different for, like, we all have different ways that we do it. Yeah. Um, and so I guess he's kind of asking, like, how do, like, how do we do that, and then does it translate to the rest of your life? So I guess how I do that is that I've always, like, I've been doing YouTube, as I said, for like three and a half years, and I've done a lot of collaborations with different people who have different cadences and rhythms, and I've done, like, uh, like, I did a lot of work for the Colby House channel, and he's, the way that he narrates is totally different to me. Like, it's, it's almost an entirely different product, even though they're both Let's Plays, in a way. His is totally different to mine. So finding a balance between the two took a lot of practice, but that's a skill that I can now be like, okay, in any situation, with any kind of speaker... I can kind of adjust and adapt. Yeah. I can kind of pick... It's like a... It's kind of like you learn to read the room, but in a very tactile way. Yeah, because you get similar things when you... If you get, like, thrown with someone else Mm. in, like, a shoutcasting environment. It's just like, here's your new partner. You're like, great, Mm. fun. I have to figure out how this person talks. And you've got to find a way to sit with that. It's kind of like a... It's a back and forth. Yeah. And I suppose the difficulty is when people don't give back... And you've got to find a way to fit into their... Find a way to force Which is in. tough. And that usually comes from inexperience on their part. More yeah. Than yeah. It's so, like most people don't purposely... Yeah. Like, like they're not sitting there being like, oh, I'm going to shut gonna you down. Talking, it, yeah. They just forget. Like they, they haven't they haven't practiced yeah. being like, I don't agree, but also this other thing <laughs> that you can then talk about because it's important yeah. that... And it's that it goes back to that old improv saying, which is like, it's not even about being yes and, it's about always having an and. <laughs> just agree. being an end. You don't have to agree, but you have to take it somewhere, and you yeah. have to take that thing. You have to be like, okay, well, this is like it has to move. So I guess movement, um, not not literally, but movement in conversation is something you get the, a really good habit of. Yeah, and I guess it translates to the rest. I suppose it's probably good for makes the a rest good of team members. member. Yeah, because you're always able to take something, and you, whereas other people would be like, oh, this idea that you've had, I don't agree with it. What you yeah. do is you go, hey, that's great, but let's look at it in context and let's consider whether or not it fits. And I don't then, do know, that. I just go, this is dumb. Here's why. <laughs> Well, you also, it also means you have, you're prepared to justify everything yeah. you say all the time. Yeah. Even if it it's also bullshit. just makes me an asshole, but, you know. Oh, we're both idiots yeah. and assholes. <laughs> but it also means you're always ready to respond. Yeah. So I hope that answers that question. Um, Snell. Thinking ahead's also good. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always ready to But that's a next... skill of being able to think ahead and listen. Yeah, that's true. Because you still got to listen. Because if you think ahead and then you just say some random shit, they're going to be like, okay, how does that apply? <laughs> Actually, I want to touch on that before we move on. Um, the idea of listening... Oh, yeah. Um, what a lot of people do is when someone starts speaking, they're thinking about what they're going to say. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah, just listen. Here's my advice. Like, because then you pick up on puns. What you do is you pick up. <laughs> if that's the only reason. Um, no, but I think I think in life in general, and as well as in, I think particularly for creative work, if you're only thinking about responding, that's the only thing you ever do. Yeah. Like, if you want to collaborate, collaborating is what are you saying? That how does that mix with what I want to do? Let's find a way to integrate or pick and choose or blend or whatever it happens to be in that context. 
the only way you can do that is if you're hearing what they're saying yeah so i think that's a really i think i think listening is probably my biggest piece of advice if, if you were looking for some advice from that yeah just listen yeah and and practice listening as well like go into go into a public place or to like a work colleague and ask them how their weekend was but like genuinely fucking tune in yeah and instead of thinking about what you're gonna say just wait till they questions. finish ask questions listen to them that's, and just like learn it's like it's like how you talk to girls as well so it's like have trouble talking to girls just fucking ask questions or boys or anyone so whatever people love talking about themselves yeah so, so and like if you if you let if there's if you let someone talk about themselves for a long enough time they'll they'll come to like you because they associate they you, you with being able to talk about themselves but also if you do and you like what they have to say mm, you're obviously gonna want to hear what they have to yeah, say it's so it's like you're not being a dick by doing mm. that you're just actually tuning in yeah so i hope that's some sort of advice you can so i uh, the nugget of wisdom yeah the nougat in, in our egg <laughs> you're gonna lick that shit up Ugh. What is nougat? It is, yeah, it's egg white. Egg no, white. nougat's, nougat's, yeah, but it's like caramelized egg, egg white. It's like caramelized yeah. or cooked. It's different from like what we would call like nougat and like a, like a Cadbury. Yeah, that's yeah. different. That's that's a lie. <laughs> nougat is like an actual product. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think. I don't know. You Probably. can just get like bars of nougat. Yeah, you can. With, like, and it's got like nuts macadamia. And shit. Yeah. yeah, they're really good. It's tasty. <laughs> I saw that in England and I was like, yeah. oh, fuck yeah. It's really bad for you, though. It's just basically pure sugar. It is sugar, yeah. Um, okay. Next question. Oh, boy. Um, okay, actually, this is a good one, because I've just started doing... Uh, we've just started doing the Mad Max playthrough on the channel. So this is the question. Yeah, dude. I don't want to linger on this too much, but this question is from Carla. comes to us via email. Um, and Carla says that she comes from Earth. She hasn't specified a city. So I appreciate cool. that, Carla. How, welcome, Earthling. Um, ben spoke about Mad Max. Ooh. Have you played more? What do you think of the game? This is to you. Oh, to me. Yeah, have you played more since you last talked about it? Uh, I played a little bit since, I think, the podcast. Mm, it was, a, it was a while ago. Yeah, we've been really busy, um, so. I mean... It's, give us give me, give me a one-sentence summary of the game, of what you think of it. The fighting's getting better. Yes. The car combat basically stays the same. Okay. Well, the um, fighting's the best bit, so... Well, I feel like the car combat's the best bit. Really? The car combat's always interesting. Another thing I didn't point on with the, with the car combat, which... Mm. I think it was really nice as they um it's like a small small thing that I started to notice. And it's one of those things where it's just like this is a small little detail that actually makes the car combat amazing. Mm. And it's the um it's the ability to shift your car sideways. Sideways. Yes. Which is completely unrealistic. It's not how cars that work. X button. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like it tells you to like, oh, this is how you ram cars. Yeah. But you can actually just use it as a to way to around. get around. Yeah, we use yeah. it as a handbrake turn. Yeah, you can use it yeah, you can use yeah. it as a way to like correct your driving. Yeah. And it's like that's such a nice feature because it's like if the like cuz it like it's an action game. Mm. So it's a character action game. So you have to feel a bit of a power trip. And like you have to be inherently more powerful and than everyone else driver. to be fun. Like, yeah, you are you're the, the driver. driver in this world. Yeah, you so, should have that. Yeah, so like, being able to like like giving the players this tool which is like normal cars can't do this. No one else in the game can actually do it. All other cars have to ram you manually. It's just Max. Yeah, it's just Max. So it's just like, we just gave you this ability that we let your car just, like, strafe. Yeah. And, like, that's like that's a really nice... It's a great choice thematically and gameplay wise. Yeah, and it's, like, it's a really it's a really small thing that it's just, like, it easily makes the driving just, like, so much more in-depth. Because it's yeah. just, like, now instead of just having the option of just do I accelerate or brake and what direction do I turn... So it's like what combination of accelerating, braking, turning, and also this weird side strafe thing. Can I do? Can again? I do to pull something off? Agreed. Yeah. And so like, but like again, once you get that, it's just like then the driving stays the same. Yeah. The driving combat, like obviously you upgrade it with the new, like the different type of things. You can that you change get, your like car. You can add and spikes and guns. Yeah. And... But the the combat does upgrade, like the foot combat. I think is good in the way that. You can, it sort of just upgrades like any other. It's basically just Batman. It's just Batman, which is fine. <laughs> which is fine because the Batman fighting well, system's it's, nice. It's Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, which is like it's the, the, it's the, the same. It's the same engine yeah. too. So I think um, from what we've played, and we've only played like seven. Or I eight think hours. thematically, the world kind of confused me at first. I, we're, I, we're in this point now where we don't know what to do. Yeah, like it's just confusing. Like Mad Max has always been like, like the movies at least. They've always been like, oh, here's a civilization, like a really isolated civilization in the middle of nowhere. And like all the, like, well, two through the most recent one, not really the first one. They've always just been like, we're somewhere in the desert yeah. of 
Australia. In the Great White, whatever yeah. they call it. Yeah. And it's just like, and he's like a really isolated like group of people mm. and Max does something and then moves on. And they obviously wanted to get that same similar thing with the strongholds, mm-hmm. but there's, there's just too condensed. Like there's yeah. too much. Like I, it felt really weird going, driving for like five minutes and come being from one like big major stronghold to another. to another. It's just like, this isn't Mad Max. This is not Grand Theft Auto. I guess it's tough. Cause it's, it's they, no... yeah, they couldn't have, there's... they can't just have hours of empty space between it because that's not an interesting game I think if they found a way if you think about driving in real life driving in real life can be really interesting if you're driving on like a desert road yeah there is interest there that is so hard to capture so I think like I think if they had if they also like yeah they definitely the world is just like dense like it has to be or else people would say the world's too empty yeah because it's a game but I think that like thematically doesn't really fit as well as it could like that's why I would kind of prefer like just less of an open world game and more of sort of like just a story. Yeah, I think a narrative would. Or well, something that's a lot more um directed. No, something that's a lot less literal. Like something like I don't want to say it, but like the the shitty Walking Dead game. That's survival oh, yeah. six, where, where you, you, you sort of pull through. out to a map. Yes. You don't actually you don't actually actively drive between places because then it's like. You can say, oh, driving from this place to this place takes, quote-unquote, 10 hours. Mm-hmm. But then you can just, ex- like, speed it up and extrapolate it. Yeah. And make it more of just, like, there is a huge world, but sort of every, th- like, all the individual areas, you can make them more interesting on their own. So, here's, here's what I would say to that. Because, like... Is, is that's, you're building a world that's big. And when I say big, I don't mean, like, physically big, but, like... It's the reason why... The lore is huge. Yeah, it's the reason why you don't want to see Han Solo in a prequel Star Wars. It's because yeah. it makes the world too small. Yeah. Like, you want this world to be big. You want it to be like, when Max... So when, I, when we're playing the game, um, Max will be like, oh yeah, what about this character person? This guy, this warlord. And Chumbucket will be like, oh yeah, well he hangs out like beyond the borders of blah blah blah. And you're like, oh, I wonder where that is. I want to find true. out. Yeah, but like, you never see him ever yeah. in the game. It's just a... Con- like, that size of world if you can get that on a physical scale in the game i think that would help yeah when he was and when max was like oh i want to get past the jaw i think it's the jaw yeah you have to get past the jaw to get to gas town yeah. to get to the great plains of silence or my something. like my yeah which is like the end goal yeah. my thing was just like oh the jaw must be really far away but then like the mission just has you drive there and i'm like that's way too close yeah like the because obviously it's like the game came out after the fury road which mm. is good and like the the quote unquote map of Fury Road is like pretty like it's kind of small. It's bigger than the other two movies, definitely. But it's just one stretch. But it's basically. yeah, it's pretty much just like there's the Citadel or whatever it's called, mm. the Green Place. Mm-hmm. There's the Bullet Town, mm-hmm. which is like they're pretty close to each other because you can see one from the other with a telescope. Yeah. And then there's the canyon, and past the canyon there's the weird sludgy area someone's rolling out <laughs> and it's like there's there's this in the movie there's like different discrete areas mm-hmm. but they feel like they're reasonably far apart yeah because you can extrapolate a lot of time you can just say oh time's passed in a movie because you can just change the time of game. day it's harder in a game because like you actively world. have to drive there well which means that they had to make the world smaller yeah, which means it doesn't it feels too condensed yeah, but we've seen that you don't need to like in the walking dead i don't mean the shitty one i mean the the telltale the one, ones, yeah. they telescope time brilliantly so it'll be like oh you'll be walking along and you'll have walked for 10 days and they'll telescope that time because you'll you'll have a cut and it'll be like yeah 10 days later and but everyone will like they'll be they have been it's 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 as you said before it's discrete changes in the environment so they're in a different place first of all yeah but also like characters are acting differently there's slight details that they've added to the character yeah models. like they're all worn out and stuff yeah, and it's could, like you but you can't do that in an open world game I don't think it should have been open world. As yeah, much as Mad yeah, Max begs to be. Yeah. It's, they, they needed, they wanted different things. They wanted like a story driven game where you go, but like they wanted to like have the game, like the movies where you play as Max and you Which go they between. Should have, they should have just be- yeah. made that instead like, of. They should have just given it to Telltale to But I guess honest. Warner Brothers were like. We want Batman. We're like, well, no, they were like, we want Lord of the Rings, but Mad Max with cars. Yeah. Because Shadow Mortal. I don't know, like the, why there's such a focus on hand to hand combat still annoys me. Like there's a little bit of it in the movies. But it's like it's. I think it's because it's so fun. Like, oh, well, I mean, but it's like the most recent movie was focused on the driving, most definitely. Mm. Like the first movie is like a drama, 
with a bit of action. It's the pre Limited crazy one. Yeah. Mostly, yeah. The second one is like that's the chase. The second one is another chase movie. Yes. And then the third one is weird. But well, it's sort of like third one kind of harkens to like actual fighting. Well, I think they had the they had their head in the right <laughs> space with the third one. I just think the execution was lacking. Yeah. But here's what I would say is that I've played um I played a pre release copy of AC Syndicate. Mm-hmm. Um and one of the things that they struggled with in that series, and it's in the same vein as Mad Max, because it's basically the same game from a game design perspective. Yeah. Um, and one of the things they struggled with for the longest time in that is that they couldn't find a way to make an open world that felt directed. Mm. And I don't know what it is, but something in AC Syndicate, as much as I hate to enjoy Assassin's <laughs> Creed at this point, they got it right. When you're not in a mission, the world feels like it's moving somewhere. Yeah. It's hard to explain, but like the more you play through the game, the more it feels like the open world is moving to like your characters it's really hard to like put your <laughs> finger on, but it feels directed and slick. Mm. It's the same feeling that, that when you played Assassin's well, Creed. You can like too, you can like get into like taxis and shit in Syndicate, can't you? Like, yeah, so horse drawn carriages. So so one of the things I did so remember Assassin's Creed two. Yeah. Something about that game, the open world felt really deliberate. Yeah. You would go through missions and you would be like, okay, this world feels natural and it feels like it's a setting for these events, but the events are the focus. It was really dense. Yeah. Assassin's Creed games have always been really and it dense. Was a, but it was like a tight city and yeah. there was like lots of stuff in it. Yeah, which is the complete opposite is... of what Mad Max needs to be. Yeah, and so then. The Mad problem... Max needs to be completely empty and It barren. needs to be so empty, but the problem with that is that people will get bored. But yeah. then what you need is you need fantastic writing. Yeah. And the problem is Warner Brothers want to make a game. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah. So it's difficult because you could make a great game. You could hand it to Telltale. And if there's anything we've learned, Telltale do amazingly with certain third-party yeah. um, IPs. For instance, I just finished their Borderlands game. The ending yeah. was probably... It's probably... I would call it the best Borderlands game ever. The only part of that game I've seen is the um, the like finger guns battle between the accounts. Fantastic. It's the funniest thing I've seen. Um, that ge- that's probably the best Borderlands game that's yeah. been made. And it's not even... There's some shooting in it, but it's not a Borderlands game. Yeah. Right? So I feel like if, if if Warner Brothers had taken five minutes and just spitballed some other ideas instead of just using the same engine as Shadow of Mordor, yeah. they might have made a better product. Yeah, I think so. Um but I it's guess... a good start. I mean it, it it's not a horrible game, which is good. No, that's because then now there's a like there's a like the Mad Max franchise as a whole has a lot more like money behind it basically you know now, what it was which is nice it was another not shitty <coughs> film game from warner brothers yeah it's true shadow of mortal lord of the rings wasn't shit but the main the thing that like shadow of mortal wasn't like directly a movie tie-in and the mad max game wasn't it also wasn't a direct movie tie-in Maybe though it was close with, they should stick with that then yeah like if then same with the batman games they're their own series yeah so like well, they, do... they do a good job of not making movie games. What was interesting about but those... making them after the movie that came out? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so they use that they use that space and that yeah. world, but they take their own. Yeah, they use the IP, not the movie, which yeah. is good. Because we've all played Batman Begins, mm. so the worst game. Uh, so the next question comes from Mac via Patreon. Uh, Mac is M A C for any of you keeping M A K keeping score at home, not M A K M A C. Yeah. Yeah. Or M-A-K. Are we taking score on spelling or something? Someone is. Someone. Okay. You know they are. I, we, the, people, the people care. Yeah. So, uh, Max says, love the podcast. Thanks. Thank you. Um, keep up the good work, you bloody tossers. Less, <laughs> less thanks. Do no, I think, that, that? I think that's... That? Yeah, I think, I think that's welcome. That. Yeah. Uh, keep up the good work, you bloody tossers. David and Ben, mm-hmm. how did you get started writing for David? Again, my name... My I didn't. <laughs> my name spelled right. That's yeah. for David. Um, and for Ben, how did you get into game design? Game design? Yeah, so do you only uh, have I had a, I bought a PlayStation. No. <laughs> game design is a game design <laughs> like my knee. Yeah. Oh, that hurt. Okay, sorry. Well, cuz there's there's game design which is like everyone thinks of games. Mm. There's like there's being an ideas. <laughs> oh, oh no. Let's Here it let's, comes. let's back it up. There's like back that shit up. Game design starts when you start like noticing trends and mm-hmm. you start noticing what something does. It's the same way if you're like reading a book like, you know, when you're in, like, high school and then they teach you about all, like, the literary techniques that are used in different books. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They might at your school. Where it's like, oh, this is, like, symbolism. This is, like, whatever. Ben's like, shit, I ran out of literary techniques. Like, a li- lo- like there's, like, things like symbolism that, and then there's things like alliteration or, like, yeah, rhyme. Yeah, like, things like- which are, like, they're not really literary techniques. They're just prose. Yeah, techniques. so you've got, like, meter. Yeah. Um, 
you've got indirect illusion where like yeah. it accidentally references and game design is just like if you're able to notice like game kind of things like that so it's mm. just like oh you know the base level is just like this is a first person game i guess you call them techniques this, in a way yeah techniques nuances like yeah the minute and, you can start picking that apart yeah and when you start going like okay like what does this feel like when the player does it you know when mm-hmm. you sort of you know game design is just like it's pretty much just playing games but just thinking about it a bit more mm. and i guess getting into it is just like sort of that's a technical area then isn't it yeah like a little you have to bit build that skill set yeah like if you want to just flat out get into game design there's like there's plenty of resources online which are just like amazing like ways to s- not like they don't really teach you they just sort of get you into the mindset of thinking mm. about games differently because it's like anything so there's you, like to do it you have yeah. to start doing it so like extra credits is really good um errant signal is i forget the guy who does it mm-hmm. he's really good super bunny hop yeah george weedman he's like my favorite games writer <laughs> of all time i love him yeah he's he's really good and like just all there's a lot of people out there who talk about games like further than just being reviews mm. you know when that because that's basically what it is like an analysis of like a piece of literature is just a really really in-depth review mm. like instead of just reading the book and going i thought it was good you're reading the book and going, going how here's they, here's what i yeah. here's what they did how like, did they put it together yeah. why did they do that <clears throat> and that's did what it's like and games are a little bit different because there's like three sides to a game there's like just the flat out this game was good like review score 10 out of 10 IGN.com kind of shit <laughs> there's like <laughs> there's the there's like the more technical side oh boy there's like the tech- shots fired <laughs> yeah straight shade there's Jesus. like the technical side of things which is like are you gonna start a punch up with like IGN is that what's gonna happen uh, they're, they're fine I think they're what <laughs> they're pretty They're pretty. I think IGN, IGN have a place it's just hey it's fine someone has cool. to do it and they do it well there's like the more technical side of looking at games which is like sort of again leeching into sort of just mainstream games writing like mm. oh it uses this engine and it looks yeah. amazing because of this new fucking tessellation bleep, whatever bleep, bleep, X, FX, yeah, just X, techni- a, yeah just shit like blah, that blah, 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 blah. And like that's sort of come into sort of the public consciousness because mainly because games are just getting fucking shitty and slow so mm-hmm. people are like, why is my game shitty and slow? And it's like, oh, because of technical reasons. Mm-hmm. And then people find out the technical reasons. Mm-hmm. And only slowly have we sort of come to, like, start, like, ma- like mainstream writers have started looking at, like, why is this game fun? Like, or why isn't this game fun? And it's like, and it's like well, because it's doing this. It's mm-hmm. like the same reasons, just like, why is Fifty Shades of Grey a shitty book? And it's just like, well, apart from the fact that it's, the content's horrible. It's just written badly. Yeah, the construction of it. Yeah. The foundations aren't great. Yeah. And it's the same thing. It's like, oh, why wasn't... So a question that people ask, that have asked me a lot, because I played the game through on my channel mm. um, with, with Assassin's Creed Unity, they were like, why wasn't it a good game? And I was like, well, the problem is there were good... Even though it wasn't great, there were aspects of what would have been a great game there. Yeah. But the foundation they built it upon wasn't solid. Yeah, you can always find... There's always elements of something good in most games. Mm, there are f- there awful. are a few games where just everything's shit. Correct. But like there is always something you can always take away something like from any game you play, you can always take away something from it and mm. like that's sort of like the basis of game design. It's just like if you can play any game and go like what from this is good and then put it like in the back of your mind of just like this did this good cuz like you'll like a common thing to do with any medium is to like you have to have like a common language you have to be able to talk with someone else yeah, you've got to dialogue and go like okay. and like if you want to explain something you'd be like oh we could do it this way and currently we don't really have too much language with games so a lot mm. of the time you hit the issue of just like do it like how this game did it yeah like so, if you just yeah, like if you want to like if you wanted to explain like a game where it's a single player game but you can <laughs> You can run around and place messages on the ground that tell other people what's happening, yeah. and you can also kind of help people a little way. People, that, that's fucking confusing. It's just like, is it multiplayer? Is it single player? Who knows? But it's like, oh, yeah, it's, a dark it's Dark Souls. Souls. <laughs> like, oh, it's a Dark Souls. It's like, oh, it's Dark like, Souls. I know what yeah. Dark Souls. Yeah, everyone knows what. Or Dark if you're Souls like, is. oh, it's kind of a game where like you move through levels, shooting stuff, but there's like it moves you along pretty quick. You're like, oh, that's a Call of Duty. Yeah, you know, well, that's it's like a an arcade shooter. Or things explode, and then the buildings, like the, you've got destructible environments that you can move through. But there's also a story being told. 
It's like, oh, it's a battlefield. Like, you've got... <laughs> what you've story? Got no. <laughs> Come on, the battlefield yeah. story isn't that bad. So it's like, yeah, that's... Like, how I got in ga- into game design was just... I've been playing games fucking way too long. Yeah, that's correct. And I also, like, wanted to make Slippery games. So it's like, that. you, it's like, you just get into it. Yeah. And, like, uh, and, like YouTube channels, like, extra credits. Mm. And the aforementioned ones they're, they're just like super interesting i think one of the first ones that that i sort of was aware of um as much as i dislike it's in the same vein for me as russell brand where it's like i agree with 95 percent of what he said it's the packaging i have an issue with yeah um yahtzee or but, but, uh, yeah. zero punctuation yeah he's a good example good of like... content but i obviously dis- i disagree with the packaging in the same way as i do with russell brand but i think that was my first exposure to you don't like the like the format no, it's not the format, it's the packaging. So it's like, it, the review, and this is going to sound... Because uh, I understand that the personality is why people go to watch that content. It's also from Brisbane, so we can't hate him and oh, look, hate he's on a, No, 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 no. He's a great yeah, guy. He'll find us. Um, he's a great guy. But, <laughs> but the, reason I, the reason it's not my favorite thing ever is that the way that it's packaged is through his personality. Yeah. And it's the same problem I have about Russell Brand. I'm, I'm glad that he's a rich guy using his money to do good stuff. Yeah, but it's think he's a wanker. It's about Russell Brand, and I'm yeah. fine with that because he's doing good stuff with it. Well, it's yeah, because it's not my bad. Yahtzee's stick, stick was always just he was I'm a, slightly British, slightly and a, Australian, and, and I talk fast. A very mad about and, a lot. He and was the art style as well, which was interesting. It worked for him. Yeah, but it's like that was pretty much his thing. Yeah, and so that's a good example. But of like, he he has a good opinion on games. Yeah, and he provided he, a gateway for a lot of people into that. Yeah, and he he has a very the thing with like a lot of review sites is that they like they have a very like level opinion. It's just like IGN. Like it's if you think about like notes, IGN, yeah. it's just like what kind of games do they like? It's just like uh, g- good good games. It's just like yeah, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> like the thing with yeah. thing with Yahtzee is just like what kind of games does he like? It's just like well, not multiplayer because he says it in every single review that has multiplayer that he fucking hates people multiplayer. People have a problem with that. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it's just, like, if you don't like multiplayer games, you're probably gonna like the games that Yahtzee likes, because he also doesn't like multiplayer games. And then he talks, I think one of the big things, and not to get too deep into this, because we have lots of questions to get through, yeah. but I think one of the things that, um, speaking to that idea that you touched on before, um, where it's about, that cons- it's about the way you consume it. Yeah. So I guess like if you're like because I would I would have the only the only entrance I would have into games design would be through the writing aspect. Yeah. So I would never um I would never be like okay time to learn Unity. No. I know it's, <laughs> like I can write CSS yeah. and HTML. It, like if you well. want to if you want to get into game making, you need to have that technical. You just just thing. just like make game. You need to start doing it and you build that skill set. Yeah. So it's like anything. I mean, I guess the second part of the question. I won't talk. I won't talk on it too much because I'm sure it'll come up again at some point. Probably. But how did I get into writing? Um, you got a pen and a paper and just. Yeah, I've been doing it since I was like in grade five. Yeah. Like I heard one story and I was like, "Huh, I could do that better." <laughs> no, like um, yeah. So this kid, um, we had like a competition at school, um, where it was like a it was like a shitty like, you know, like Queensland writers thing for like kids or whatever. Oh yeah, I think you I remember know. those. Yeah. Yeah, and like this kid wrote this one in our class and he won the state thing. And he read his story out, and I had this moment. It was probably I'm the like, first this time. Is shit. I was like, I no, it wasn't that it was shit. I was like, I could do that better. And then I went home and did it better. Yeah. And then I showed it to him, and I was like, that is how you do that better. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that is better. And I was like, oh, I'm not bad at this. And then that was a slippery slope. So I think it was yeah. a, it was one of those things where like it started small, um, and then I was like, oh, maybe if I write something else and something else, and then it I started writing a novel, and then it just snowballed. And I had like a I similar experience where you like look at a game and be like, oh, I can I can make that game better, but then I couldn't. Because of the technical barrier. But, yeah, well, but <laughs> also the trouble with games is that it's it's a it's not a one man job. Yeah. Um, unless you're bloody that chap that made Fez. Or you have. Good. Well, he had years. He, he, had, a, he had legitimate he had about time, like yeah. three years. So doing it's either it. time or people. And he also he also was a AAA like most indie. De- I don't know if I've said this before, mm. but most indie AAA de- indie developers mm. that have made successful games worked in the AAA industry for like 10 years yeah because they built that skill set yeah because you, you just have to it's it's like any job you have to do the shitty intern yeah. like the guy who made braid worked on call of duty yeah the guy the guys who made like uh like the bunning of isaac those guys mm. they both worked in like ubisoft pretty sure phil fish was ex ubisoft like, Sounds like him. <laughs> like they were they're like all these guys had experience it's, it's not like they came out of nowhere notch kind of came out of nowhere i'm pretty sure yeah he did like he he was just this java developer and he ripped off in finna yeah 
But we want. I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to talk about Notch too much because he's expressed before that he doesn't like. <laughs> no, he's yeah. He's not a fan of being talked. Notch like, is Notch is odd. Cause... Like I respect him and I understand where he comes from, but he's like I've he he he's talked before about the difficulty he has now because finding like any kind of a point in life for him that's legitimately real basically yeah. impossible. Well, it's funny because like before Notch was a sort of big. It was sort of this idea that like, oh, like indie games weren't really like you wouldn't make. Like, you wouldn't make a lot of money making indie games. It was mm. more just a way to get into the industry. And For then you would think that when Notch happened, everyone would be like, oh, there's hope. Like, you can make money making indies. Like, no, yeah. it just got worse. Yeah, <laughs> because everyone like, tried cause to... Because now everyone's just like, no. Like, like after that, it's just like, before there was a chance, now there is never a chance. No, yeah. Because the, the market is so saturated with shit yes. that to it's even get noticed, it's impossible. So here's what I would say, is that... <laughs> to close this kind of question out, because we've, we've banged on about it for a while. Yeah. Um, I think your question is, how do we get into it? And I think the answer is that we enjoyed consuming that the respective media. Yeah. And, and just, we were, we were just think, interested enough think to think about it. think there's more to it. it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, even if it's even if it comes from a place of like a slight arrogance where you're like, I, I could do that better. Yeah, that's fine. Time to find out if I can. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the step that a lot of people don't have. They're like, I could do that better. Pfft, whatever. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. whereas we're like, well, let's find out. Let's do it. You know, exactly. And then either fail or succeed. And either it doesn't way, really you, matter. you want something. Yeah. So, um, next question comes from Esley. Esley? Esley? Esley. It's like names. Leslie with an uh, L. Esley by email from Chicago. Ooh. And Esley says, <clears throat> I just started painting and was wondering if you have any tips for me. I love painting in anime-ish style and wanted to know if you had any ideas of how to look for work or where to start professionally. Paint, painting anime? Hang on, there's, a, there's an end. P.S. Okay. Keep being dickheads. Do okay. we invite that? Like, that's the third one. <laughs> like, <laughs> good. Oh, Thank God. you, Elsie. That's going to be a thing. Um, right, so... Fuck good. you. Nah, thanks. Also, fuck you. Paint, painting anime? Uh, like, just, drawing? Just like painting in an anime-ish style. I don't know what uh, that It's interesting. <clears throat> but it sounds like you've got a unique thing that you're doing yeah because i don't know what that is well anime is japanese mm. no i know what anime is. yeah okay good <laughs> but like that like... that's it's normally a it's normally a drawn yeah so what i assume or even a digital drawn i assume that she might be painting digitally from this i mean if you're if you're painting with like watercolors and managing to get it in that style that's cool that's impressive yeah like um i would I'd make a game with that art style. That'd be awesome. But you know, pay, yeah, yeah. Um. So, do we have any ideas of how to? So, like, how do you start looking for work and stuff? Um. Well, I'm no artist, but Tumblr's pretty. Um. Good. Here's the thing. Here's my advice, and here's the gripe that I have. Two things. <laughs> okay. Thing one. <laughs> thing one. If you want to start making art and you want to do commission work, and you have advertised that you do commission work, and someone asks you to do commission work, do commission work. <laughs> it is that do, fucking. So do commi- Holy yeah. shit. The, okay. So not not to. Not to, I've talked about this before, not to complain again, but the number of artists where I've reached out to them, I'm like, hey, we're doing this project, I just need like a one-off piece, because my artists are too busy, it's this amount, we retain the IP, it's more than usually on, cool. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, I just don't have the time. And you're like, well, then why are you advertising? <laughs> if you, so, here's the thing. I mean, like, unless you have a backlog, in which case, if you have a backlog, Update. Congrats. Uh, also, You've... update your commission info yeah. to say you have it. Like it's not. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just wanna... that's just being marketable. If you want to be taken seriously and you want to be professional, act like a professional. And adver- yeah, and where you advertise your work and your ability to produce work, be accurate to what you can do. But also, don't be worried about like, oh, should I advertise on Tumblr? Even though Tumblr is full of a lot of shitty artists, do it. There's a lot of plenty good. Because yeah, yeah. someone's gonna find you, and yeah. you're gonna get like, even if it's like, oh. I've, you know, I've I've got like maybe two pieces a month. That's two pieces a month you're making, in that are probably extending you in a bit because it's not something that you would have made normally. And like, you know, like definitely you- advertise on bigger websites. Like if there's like some really like particular website, like mm. animepaintings.com for sale, whatever. whatever it is, yeah. Like don't bother. No. Well, like, yeah, sure, put it there, but it's like, don't ignore the big markets. Yeah. Because it's just like, if I want, like, I'm not going to specifically find some really niche community to find your art. Yeah. Like, I'm going to look on Tumblr or DeviantArt. <laughs> like, that's where I'm going to start. Mm. And that's probably where I'm going to finish. That's where I'm going to end. And that's, yeah. I, I basically just <laughs> use Tumblr to find yeah. artists. Because I guess the other thing, and this is my piece of advice, is you've said you've just started. I assume she means you just started 
in like any kind of a professional way. Yeah. My advice is that if you're a stand-up comedian and you've been doing stand-up for 10 years, you wouldn't leave your stand-up from the first year of your shows online because it's not reflective of the skill set you have now. Yeah. So be aware of the fact that all of Oh, yeah. Are... I ha- like, most most of my, like, first game jam games aren't mm. public anymore. Yeah. So the they're idea... just atrocious. Because it doesn't reflect what but, you're able to do now. Yeah. I guess with paintings, you like, unless you go back and touch them up, which isn't really a thing you want to do. No. Like, games obviously you can go back just and keep it, make keep, it better. Keep what is on display from you the best possible things you can make. Yeah. Because which that's, is, that's... That's just that's just good business. <laughs> yeah. So I guess my advice is treat it like a... Prof- treat it like a, a little bit like a profession. It's... Yeah. Even if it's just like a small hobby, it's just... Then it's like... You, you don't have to put like... You know... Like put a proportional amount mm. of work into it. It's like, and it also makes it easier to compartmentalize it from the rest of your life if yeah. you do treat it like a business. Because yeah. you're like, I'm going to spend two hours working. So even, like, yeah. if you're just like, oh, it's just like drawing for fun, then it's like, like okay, draw for fun. But if, like, if you want to, like, be like, okay, I want to draw and actually earn a, maybe a little bit of money or yeah. I want to do commission work, it's like, at that point, you have to, you kind of have to jump the hoops and go, okay, yeah, set up, like, a storefront. You can't or, like, have it both way. ways. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to, yeah. So I guess my advice there is, yeah, be, be, be consistent with what you're putting forward and make sure that, um, that your advertising is reflective of what you're actually going to be able Coming to do. Coming from two guys that have never drawn anything in their life. No, but I deal with a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Like, a lot. And yeah, a I've, lot of them are f- the flakiest. This is coming from someone who, like, occasionally will just, like, see an artist and be like, oh, that's they're actually really cool. I want them to draw me something. Yeah. Like, from a customer perspective. So, I've... See, I've not dealt with it from that perspective before. I just, yeah. like, for me, it's like, I need this business asset. Or this I'd, I'd have my... I think my Twitter image is something I had drawn ages ago. Okay. They, but they were like a close friend, and I gave them like eighty bucks for it because I was mm. like, "You're a close friend, and I have a lot of disposable income." And I also really respect bucks. like yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, and they were like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like, yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's money. Yeah, yeah, it's, fine. it's just money. Yeah. Um. Okay. So next question uh, is anonymous, and it comes from oh, uh, Anon. Please no hackerino. Well, I think it was just it's just, well actually it was an e. Actually, was this, okay. No, this this one was deliberately anonymous actually. Okay. So they asked to remain anonymous. Uh, this comes with via Patreon. Hey boys, love the work. Stay golden. It's a nice little outsiders, Thank you. Nice little outsiders reference. Um, maybe been going through a breakup recently and was wondering if you have any advice. Oh man, uh, I'm the king. A, there's of, a follow up to this. King which of is, breakups here. <laughs> there's a follow up to this, which is like the same vein as the other ones. So be be ready. David, <laughs> David sounds like he's across the shit because he's awfully feminine. And what a dickhead. <laughs> Much love. Could you please keep this anonymous? You know, I don't know if we invite. <laughs> Maybe we do. Oh man! So that's so okay. So no. So before before we before we um mm. before this episode, I was mm. talking to David that I've never read any comments or anything. No, because I just don't. I I'm dumb. And I just haven't followed it. I just come and record and like listen to them on YouTube. Yeah. And so I was just like, I have no idea what our like community is like. And no. apparently it's like you this. You guys are real sassy. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That's a I mean, third email. I'm not complaining. That's a third email to have an uh, insult in it. Breakups. All right. So there's like, there's like three different types of breakups. Oh, is there? Right, lay it out for me. There's like the, we were dating for like longer than a year breakup. Totes in love forever. Yeah. yeah. There's like the in love breakup. There's the, we were dating for like six months and yeah. it could have gone either way, but she like they just ended it yeah. breakup. And then there's just like we fucked for a week and then it was over. Oh, breakup. Yeah. That's not No, but it can. It can be. Shut up, That's Liam. True. Depends <laughs> on yeah. the sex is. Depends how so, good like, the sex is. Because the last one can come abruptly. If someone like assumed it was going somewhere, then you're just like, no. I think that comes from that place of like most problems in life are due to miscommunication. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I thought you did that for this reason, you did it for this reason. Yeah. And we didn't talk about it and now I hate you and you don't but like anything. The best way the best way to get over a breakup. Popcorn. Candy. Ice cream. Fuck someone else. Cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, just fuck, fuck someone, someone else. else. No. Yeah, like it, it depends. You have to cancel everything in microwave for like five <laughs> seconds on You burn your dick, dude. Okay, sh- <laughs> yeah, you've not left it on high. You've not left it on high. Okay. <laughs> so here's what it is. All right. I just realized that Liam is... <sighs> anyway. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> That's why you bought a pineapple, is it? Ugh, gross. Liam's Remind fucking... everyone that this is a completely open studio. Which is why Liam's, Liam's just sitting on the couch. The peanut gallery. <laughs> the peanut gallery. You can go have a shower now. It's not going to come through. I don't care. It's better than being insulted. (laughs) 
about what? No, you're insulting it. That's okay. So, yo. Um. So here's what it is. Also, fair enough. Shots, shots were fired at me. I'll take it. That is the third time we've we've been called some version of a dickhead in in the questions. No, it's going good. Good. Um. Look, just bloody do do whatever you want. Like it's hard. Is it? Because yeah, because your whole like, (laughs) like like, depending on what it was like beforehand. If it's like, I don't have enough information here. But yeah, it's like everyone is different. What you got to do is you got to realize that every so what's going to work for you, huh? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> talk to your friends, Liam says. About fucking... Well, yeah, like, literally just, like, talk to anyone yeah, that isn't real, like, doesn't, isn't... Close to the... Close to the person yeah. you broke up so with. So, here's what you want to do. And if, and if you're in this situation... Yeah, like, if you're in this situation where, like, all your friends were their friends, get new friends. <laughs> here's the thing, right? Everyone... Here's Shit. the thing with life in general. Ben just punches the microphone. Nice. Here's the thing with life in general. What works for me may not work for you, and that is true of every single person you'll ever meet. <laughs> I've yeah. never talked to this... I've never talked to two people and been like, oh my god... They had exactly the same opinions on everything. Yeah. People are totally different. So what you want to do is you want to find things that you enjoy doing, and you've got to not, you've got to forgive yourself for enjoying stuff, and that is a good way to. So yeah. I think the best thing to do is be like, oh man, like I have all this time to myself now. Find out what you like doing. Find out a way to do it that you don't have to apologize to yourself for, and just fucking do it. And like in general, try to like if you're broken up with someone, try to just get them out of your life. Yeah, like, don't, don't be, don't be don't friends try to be friends with them. it never ends well. No, like, so it never does. just get fucked if that's just, what you're doing. Like, if if they're, like, with your friend group, and, like, they're still friends with everyone, and you're still friends with them... You can just choose not to interact. We, like, yeah. But, <laughs> like, like, if you still want to hang out with them, it's just, like, sure, but, like, don't have that your only outlet for social activity. Yeah, like, so... try to always have... Always, like, like make them lower priority than something else. Yes. Because then, as soon as they're, like... Because as long as they're, like, immediate, like a moderately high priority, they will just stay there. But as soon as you put them lower priority, like, over time, it'll just naturally drop off. Because it's like any like you'll And you'll eventually get to the point where you don't even realize that they've moved out and you've not to even a different fucking city. That you've never thought about them in yeah. six years or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, you're like, good, whatever. So here's the thing. Um, yeah, be really conscious. Like, it sounds... It, it kind of comes back to that idea of mindfulness, which I think is really wanky. But, mm. like... Be like, okay, I'm at this point in my life, this has happened, but there's a lot of other stuff that's going to happen, and this might not be for the worst or the best. I We're don't assuming know. you're, like, 20. Um, well, like it doesn't 20s, matter what, what age 30s. you are. I mean, Anything if... that happens to you, you don't know if it's for the worst or for the best. Yeah. So don't stress as to whether or not it is, because that'll happen in its own time. And realize that everything is transient. Just, like, play games a lot. Fucking jack it and play video games. <laughs> yeah. Done. Whatever. Good. Good advice. <clears throat> Moving yep. on. So... <laughs> Question comes from Ali Crawford via Patreon. Ben is playing with the microphone holder. It's foam. He might put his penis in it. It is penis shaped. The mic. I thought that was the question. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Well, this is a really oddly that specific question. Specific. The one I'm doing currently. Um, so this comes from Ali Crawford, longtime patron. Um, yeah. Longtime viewer of my channel as well. And Ali Crawford says, uh, "I really little... recognize the name." Hey. Ali Crawford. She's been around. I really like I from don't... outside of oh, this. Oh God! So. You know her. Oh, I don't. I don't think so. I just really recognize Ali Crawford. Do I know you from somewhere? <laughs> um, okay. So Ali says, "My little brother is ten and really bookish. He reads a lot and is in love with Murphy, a character from the Dresden Files. I I know that book series. She is. Yeah, you've mentioned she is it. She's in lovable with. Were you guys ever in love with fictional? It's also not a very child-friendly book series. But that's fine. <laughs> were you guys ever in love with fictional characters? Where from? Why? And what age were you? Fictional characters. Did you ever have like a like a crush? You ever like pining over someone? Um, if it's fictional. I don't think so. I don't think I had because it's like that's the kind of thing where you would know. Yeah. You'd be like, oh yeah, definitely. Like, oh, but yeah, I'm like, I was I, in love I with can't. Samus or Zelda or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yes. like I can't. Like that's the thing because I. No one comes to mind. Yeah, no. I mean, I sure. No, I, I literally no. Like, there's not even anyone where I look at. It, I'm like, are they being attractive to him? I mean, like now I do, but it's like, but like it's, it's just also, typical celebrity crushes. You're also like, I'm also an adult, so I understand yeah. that it's a little more complicated. Than yeah. That. So I guess to disappoint you massively, no, not really, and sorry. we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. Um, that was a disappointment. I wish I had a good answer for that. Same, I just really that's don't. a good question. Um, like, I'm thinking, and I'm like, I'm thinking through all of the characters that I've sort of like... Yeah, I've never really had one. Oh, I, yeah, like, it's more just like, I'll get really, like, attached to a character. 
but like as soon as like the story's over or whatever it's just like okay yeah, whatever it was just like uh, a whatever i thought the only thing that i've come close would be and it's not even like a crush yeah sense, like none of them really but, like crushes. cortana i was so attached to yeah then, like i like i didn't play halo yeah, enough and then to really she died and <laughs> she's and back still now sad. though so she's not it's really so, it's so they so didn't confirm it oh so, man that's right no it's halo 5 is out like it's pretty soon no, it's out now um oh. Well, I have a copy. I haven't played it yet. But yeah, it's apparently really complicated. Like, yeah. she's back, but she's not. It's like an Arkham Knight Joker twist. Thing, yeah. Which I don't want to spoil. But next question comes from Peaches. Um, Peaches. Which is a great name. Peaches. Um, so Peaches via email says, you guys mention other podcasts a lot. Any you recommend listening to? Uh, TV, uh, TOVG. That one video game podcast. Good. It's run by George Weedman, Super Bunny Hop, mm-hmm. a few other people. Um, I watch Good Mythical Morning a lot. Yep. Just because it's dumb entertainment. I think they're funny. Yeah. Rhett and Link. Um, but I don't listen to their podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I don't I don't listen to many podcasts. I just watch a lot of YouTube shows. Mm-hmm. So again, like, Extra Credits, yeah. Errant Signal, Super Bunny Hop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, yeah, mainly mainly video content for me. Alright, I will go through my list of stuff that I've been <laughs> listening to. Oh, uh, Welcome to Night Vale is a good one. Great. Just general... Good. Good Eccentric, time. esoteric stuff. It's kind of what... It's like the more chaotic version of Necessity of Hendrix when that comes out. Yeah, like, for one, it's interesting, but it's also, like, it's a great way to, like, sort of expand your ability to just... To tell a story of any kind. Yeah. And produce to any To just content. make something up that is... so asynchronous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good, uh, good, good, good. Uh, so I listen to... Basically, everything Sans Pants Radio does. So that's uh, Shut Up a Second, uh, Plumbing the Death Star, D&D is for Nerds, anything like that that they do. <laughs> D&D is for Nerds. Yeah, it's a great podcast. Um, basically, like anything they do, I love. They're really interesting, and they have some really... Um, they're funny, but they're funny in that, like, really... They're, they're funny in that way that it makes you think a lot. Yeah. Um, so they're great. Uh, the Weekly Planet, which is, like, where I get all my comic book news. Great podcast. Uh, Dude Soup, which is the Funhouse podcast. Funhouse are the guys who work for Rooster Teeth. Used to work for Inside Gaming. It's like Adam Kovic. They're more of the RPC side of. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I know there was like Funhouse and Rooster Teeth did like a game of Dirty Bomb together. Yeah. Like, like yeah. there's for the yeah. and Funhouse just wiped the floor. Yes, with, they did. They're really it's good a PC, at PC game. games. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, go check out that. I really <laughs> love that podcast. I listen to most stuff that Will Anderson does. So Tofop, Fofop, and Willosophy. Um, Tofop, Fofop. Tofop and Fofop are like... So, Tofop was the original one, which is named after Russell Crowe's band. <laughs> Ten foot of... 30-odd foot, <laughs> foot of grunt. 30-odd foot of grunt. No, that's the P. 30-odd foot... Yeah. 30-odd foot of grunt. Yeah. They named it after the band, at any rate. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tofop. 30-odd foot of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's named after Russell Crowe's band. Yeah. yeah. So um yeah, that's a great podcast. And then Fofop was because Charlie Clawson, who obviously works on Neighbors, is busy all the time. So Will Anderson started doing he had like other people on who yeah. were guest Charlies. So they would <laughs> fill the role of Charlie. But it's actually like an alternate reality where they a guest Charlie. Charlie comes in every week. And yeah. so that's t- that's Fofop, um, which is basically the same format but with just Will Anderson oh, okay. and a whole bunch of other people. That's pretty funny. And then Charlie Clawson also has That's Awesome, which is one of the podcasts he does. That's really weird. It's not like a comedy podcast, and it's also not serious, but he just gets people on, and they just talk about like what they're doing. So it's a really good way to discover lots of people doing stuff you've never heard of. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's our recommendations for podcasts. Yeah. Basically, like find anything you like. Just bloody keep listening to it. Yeah. And leave people reviews and ratings and tweet at them, because it's really like it's hard as much as we get analytics through our web servers and stuff a lot of the time you don't really get a lot of direct feedback no so if we feel like if you like someone tweet at them be like hey listen to your latest episode of blah blah top work you know for for all the people you enjoy listening to don't tweet at us because we'll bloody well ignore you but like everyone else (laughs) go for it tweet Um, at me i i might tweet back at you i don't know we'll see probably not many people hit us up on twitter no um we just get a lot of email so this isn't an this is, a, this is our last question. Oh, last question. This is our last question. Uh, it comes to us via email. It's anonymous again. Um, and it says... This is a question for me, but I guess we can both answer it. Yeah. Um, for David, you said in the Origin Story podcast that you don't really care about money in regards to DCM works. 
What are your thoughts on money in general slash any philosophy you have about it? Oh, fuck. He, he then goes on to answer his question. I think he makes an interesting point. <laughs> I love that when they're like, here's yeah. a question. Here are my thoughts. Mm. I think he's got a good point. I always imagine that a lot of people are successful because they, they are lucky, i.e. circumstances. I know everyone works hard in their own way, and success is owed to that, but it helps when you're born to the second wealthiest man in your city, for example. <laughs> any thoughts yeah. you have would be great. Keep up the top work. P.S. You dickheads. Well. He didn't say P.S. Okay. dickheads. I assume he did. Well, money is a societal construct. Ooh. So when you're born... When you're, when you're born into a, like, privileged position in the societal construct, mm. i.e. being born to the second wealthiest guy and whatever, mm-hmm. you're going to be advantaged full stop. That's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Now, if you think about... Yeah, because that's just what money is. Money is just a construct of, oh, I owe you this. Yeah. So instead of... Like, it's it's a bit beyond that, because we have fiat currency, which is a little bit different to, like, yeah. what money was originally, which mm-hmm. was just like, I don't, like, I'm trying to buy 10 apples with my bread, but the guy that sells apples doesn't want bread. Yeah, so you're going to find... An, so an, I'm going to find a guy that wants the bread. To get something that the guy yeah. wants, yeah. So I'm just going to use gold, because everyone likes gold, but now I don't want to be carrying my gold around, because so it's heavy. So I'm going to give it to a bank, and the bank's going to give me a slip of paper that says... You have ten gold. We just now explained the history of money. That wasn't what the question was about. Yeah, well, the question but was about so money. So that you're aware, <laughs> get educated. Yeah. So learn about money. It's interesting. What he's asking is, okay. So do I have any philosophies about money? Because I've touched on this before. I think we, because in the origin story, I think we talked about, I think we discussed the idea that people ask like where you want to go with this, and I'm like, no, 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 we're doing where we want to go. Yeah. So I guess what you're asking is like, is money an object for us? I don't think like like it would be good to make a living doing this because it would mean that i could support the team that put a lot of work into making this you could just do just this yeah and it would be as exhausting as my full-time job but i feel like i would want to kill myself less (laughs) i I, I don't mean that in like oh like i don't want to be like oh like oh i'd be suicidal if i did my job but like if i did my current job for like five years i would get to a point and i can sometimes when you do certain jobs you can feel that sense of like if i did this forever i would genuinely horrible. get yeah. to a point where I would be in a mental place where I would be like having that conversation with myself like it is not worth the exchange of my time to do this yeah because what you're doing when you do a full-time say you do a full-time job for 30 years that you hate what you're doing is you're betting that by the time you finish that job you have enough money and there is like not a sick child or a sick parent and you're not sick enough that you can enjoy your money <laughs> I'm not willing to make that bet. well yeah because you gotta you gotta like the the stupid phrase like you gotta spend money to make money like everyone thinks it's like oh that's how you invest because you want to invest money to make money it's mm. just like no it's literally just how it, money works mm. the only way to make money is to spend money which is I think why it's interesting that he says like you know he's talking about that idea of like ev- of course everyone works hard yeah. but those people that have that money to start with once you have a lot of money it's easy to make way more money yeah and that's what that say- when you have a lot of money means. And like, that's, that's what that saying means it's not yeah. that and I'm not talking to you. I was you've just expressed that, but that's like the saying means that if you have lots of money, it's easy to make more money. More money yeah. Not that you need to spend money to make money. That's just kind of what it's ended up yeah, being. Yeah, it's like a linear. It's like a just a linear relationship. Yeah, it's proportional. Sh- yeah, the more money you have, the more money that you, you have make. the opportunity to make. Yeah, because so, you can spend all of it to make all of it back or whatever. So my philosophy is that what you're doing if you work a full-time job you hate is you're basically gambling. It's a gamble that you're going to get to a point... Well, it's it's actually just a waste of money. <laughs> yeah, so like if I worked... So if I was in office, you're earning money so that you can keep working. Which I don't... At the job which I earns don't you money give a to shit keep about. working. What yeah. I would rather do is earn enough money to eat and feed my family, should I ever have one. Um, yeah, right? Never <laughs> well, just happen. Snickers in the I corner. Sh- I should not have <laughs> um, But no, I don't... Liam snickering in the corner. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, no, so like that. That uh, I just want to earn enough money to keep doing this and keep creating and keep writing. Yeah. Because I don't want to like I don't want to make that trade and be like, well, you know, if I'm earning seven hundred dollars in a day, that is not worth the hours that I'm losing to do that. That I could be doing stuff that I would much prefer yeah. to be doing. As much as I'd be like, great, seven hundred dollars in a day, cash money records. Hold on, hold on. I wouldn't want to do that in the long run if that makes sense yeah I hope that answers that question do you have any closing thoughts on that not really just like full time work's literally the worst idea in existence it's tough but like sometimes you have to do it now the other thing I wanted to say is like uh, you have to understand that 
some you sometimes in a position where you have no choice. Like, but like the the expectation of full time work, I think, is flawed. How do you mean? Because you're like you're not like statistically you're not going to enjoy the work that you do because work is inherently because if you enjoyed it, it's not work. Then why would like if you're enjoying it, you in theory shouldn't get paid to do it. I don't think that's true. Yeah, but like there's because if you enjoy doing something, but you're also good at it, then yeah, you get paid because you're good at it. Yeah, but it's like you don't get you don't get paid to play video games. You get paid to test video games because that's yes, a skill. That's a, yeah. You, you don't, don't get paid to enjoy yourself. You get no. paid to be to entertaining or, yeah. or, 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 in this case, have a skill. Produce audio to be so like to. when. So the idea of full time work is that you you just spend most of your time working so that you can continue to spend most of the time working as opposed to mm. just like and like maintain your life. Whatever that means. Which you have to decide whether or not the life that you have is the one that you want. Yeah. Is Which most that. of the time, if you have a full-time job, you don't have much time to spend on life. Yes. So here's what... Here's how... Here's, it here's also doesn't help that, like, work days in nine to five. Like, I think four-day work weeks is the first step. That's what I do, but I also basically work seven days because I have uni and this. Yeah. But none of it... Well, that's, a di- cause, well, that's the thing, because as cause soon as you're done uni, then that time's free for whatever. You don't earn money making uni, you actually spend money making uni. Uh, yeah, well, uni. I'm spending money, theoretically, to With make more debt. money later. Yeah. But I'm enjoying uh, I'm enjoying what I'm doing at uni, so it doesn't feel like I'm wasting money. Yeah, and that's money. the thing, because there's, like, there's, a, there's a finite amount of time in a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like currently, well, like for a full-time job, that's divvied up as... The entire Monday to Friday is pretty mm-hmm. much the process of going to work. Yes. Like waking up, eating food, like whatever. And then the weekends are this two days of... Of not going of to work. Not going to work and what, like, okay. Doing, doing whatever it is that you want to do. Doing, and like, that's that's a really shitty proportion. But you know what's better is if you can... Four and three is better. Four and three is nice because then it's like, you're still doing more time working, but it's like, it's close to half. Mm, so you don't feel like you're going to go insane. All yeah, time. like four and three just makes so much more sense than five and than five and two. Mm. Like, let's be honest. No, that's true. So like that's, five and two is brutal. It's rough. So I guess that's that, that's, our, that's our kind of thoughts on that, yeah. I guess. Also, like, don't be the person that's like, oh my God, you just spent an hour and a half watching a TV show. Like, well, good. A hundred years ago, 200 years ago, you spent an hour and a half churning fucking butter. You spent an hour and a half dying Fuck of dysentery Jesus, or something. Thank God you can <laughs> have that time. Good. Okay. Final question. I, that wasn't the... F- I thought what? the one was the final question. Okay. This one is more or less of a question, more of what I suspect is someone that I know being annoyed. Is but it Liam? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, I don't think he has the email address. Oh, okay, good. Um, so, David, you said you were taking a poetry class. Can we hear some? The answer is, oh, I guess. Oh, I'm not a, I'm beautiful. Not a, my preface here is that I can't write poetry. <laughs> it's a mandatory class. Okay. So, here we go. Order me. Yeah, I can't. It's bad. I'm not. The microphone's <laughs> here. So, this is... Make Ben read it. Make me read it. Actually, yeah, I'm better reading voice. Really? Yeah, let me find yeah. it. Oh, okay. Let me find this one. You have to do it super dramatic. Super dramatic. All right. Okay. We should like put like soft piano music yeah, behind I can, this. Uh, I don't yeah. edit these. <laughs> what? I don't edit these. I just publish them. <laughs> uh, no, I do. It's 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 good. Let me just find it. I don't know what it's called. Bear with. Just like turn my gain up. <laughs> louder. Please don't. Well, it's so I can like not talk loudly, but it still sounds loud. You can just lean closer. Yeah, it's true. You said that you like you were like, well, that's the only solution. <laughs> not true. You can just talk louder. You're not incapable. For shit's sake, I my dro- I'm in the middle of like my university semester, so my Dropbox is a mess. Mm. Um, I, I had to like. R- <laughs> gonna turn the game down so no one's gonna. Hear yeah, me I don't even know time. if we're gonna be able to heal him, not, but. I don't know why it's really. But what he said was pretty it's brutal. Be a lot of for me. Um, just looking for this. Hold on. It's here somewhere. It's gonna. Fuck it, there it is. All right, we got two options. Uh, we've got one that I wrote in response to a piece that I saw at a museum because that was the assignment. Yeah. And then I have one that's in response to a rap song. We'll do the do the uh, the first one, the okay. museum piece one. Okay. So this is ca- this okay. So the 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 title is "Ellipses Come Again" and it's in response to R. Godfrey's poem, uh, painting under the jack under the jacaranda. Am I reading it? Uh, I can read it. It's just going to be easier because we're plugged right. into the audio and I don't want to unplug it and then True, lose yeah. the whole audio track. Because that has happened before. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Logistics. Yeah. They argue alone. 
Mm. It's closed. So I want to warn you before. It's really weird. I know. It's really sexual. Right. It's good. Oh, good. Yeah, good. So I'm going to lean in. Can I get a little close? Lean out. They argue along his closed fist, the sweat down her thigh. I wandered toward them, often if they were happy. Suppose they loved each other badly. Her breathless moans, four times last night. The sun rose with me, the wetness on my fingertips. I can almost feel her strip. Hair pulled back, nails on her back, shoulders bare, parted lips. I pour tea under the jacaranda, forgetting her groans, and hope they keep their fight. No fingers tense through her, no held breaths. She feels legs spread an inch, shrugs to show her chest, and fingers on her thigh. I turn my back, walk beneath the tree, her silent groans, and I don't notice her naked plea. So the idea there is if you can't you can't see the picture. That is but the, it's that's a, the first ghost grind I've seen a, in about it's six a, years. It's a jacaranda. <laughs> yeah. So in the picture it's a jacaranda tree and there's like a lord and a lady with an umbrella and they're under the tree and there's a lady serving them. And so right. that was that was the image. I thought because so like, about a chick fingering herself? No, well it's it's it's, it's about like <laughs> yeah. this it's about this woman um in this in this like uh, Who organizes threesomes. No, no, no. So she's basically just shit. She, she's annoyed because every single like this, it's a really toxic relationship between these two people. But they're yeah. like angry fucking. All I thought the, time. the narrator was male. Yeah. So there's a few ways. From you a can... sexist pig. You, you bastard. Because I assume David's male, but I guess he might be good at writing from the female sexual I, perspective. Yeah, true. It's not that hard. Um, it's really <laughs> it's like, not. I don't know why people are. Really... <laughs> <laughs> okay, it could. Um, it's really not that hard though, because it's like they're people. Like, yeah. it's not that hard. But yeah, so the idea is that... So the idea of the narrator is that... Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, they're going to hit that one. That's oh, shut off in the levels. We're going to um, pump that one up. <laughs> good. Um, fuck. Um, no, so the idea is that... Um, yeah. Someone's getting hit at some point. Okay, so um, yeah, the idea of that is that like, it's this toxic relationship, and she's basically sick of like dealing with the fact that they hate each other and they're angry fucking all the time. Angry but like they're married and they hate each other and she's like this is the worst because I have married to serve married people, people don't angry fuck yeah but she's like it's like a they it's... angry get divorces <laughs> yeah but it's like colonial Australia too so there's no one else oh, okay, around yeah. you know. anyway go look up the picture it's our Godfrey's under the jacaranda you'll see what I mean our Godfrey's doesn't um, like Godfrey's probably not hey. vacuum cleaners probably not <laughs> bloody Australia whatever alright that's gonna do us um for this episode that I might just title Interrupting Liam I don't know um <laughs> Liam sits in the background and. Any you got any closing thoughts for us there, Ben? No. Thanks for sending in your questions. Keep sending them in. Yeah, they're funny. Um, Keep insulting us. It's like yeah, the best so there's part a, of them. Yeah, it's great. Um, there's <laughs> like try to try to just like just come up with interesting and wild them, ways. Sneak them in. Yeah. Be sneaky about it. Um, so yeah. Do it like halfway through the. Yeah, in the middle be like, of hey guys, I like your podcast, David. You're a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was subtle. Um, <laughs> What's your opinion on this? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just end end your question with also the first letter of every sentence, and it's like fuck you. And that's there. not surprising. Um, but yeah, so the details for all that stuff is in the in the description of the podcast. Which apparently, if you're like me, you can't find. Um, okay, so plugs Ben Potato Potasto as still. always. Um, I'm DCM underscore Works on the Twitters. If you want to follow us there, the Twitter so you get all of your uh, all of your updates for our stuff. Um, uh, what else? Um, check out the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe. If you leave us a rating, it really helps uh, new people find the podcast so more people can enjoy it. And send us questions. Send us questions. And um, yeah, I mean, you look nice today. Thanks, David. Not you. Okay. The people. <laughs> you look terrible, Ben. Thanks, David. Uh, I've been David. <laughs> I'm Ben. I'll see you guys next time. The soundtrack's amazing. Yeah. The visuals are very, like, well done. And, like, the gameplay is super fun. <laughs> and, like, because those three things are there, it's, like, it's exceptionally good. Hey, I could do it in a heartbeat and make millions, but it would feel like gouging my soul out. Yeah. Jurassic Park's a little more like DDR. If Shrek is a fairy tale creature, can he actually own land and want to kick them off? Where did that come from? You have to make a lot of shit off to make good art. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's just the truth, buddy. <laughs>